All right, Rabbi Sai. Let's go, Rabbi Sai. Beis Hashem. Beis Hashem. Part three. I think we're only at part three of Hilchos Koisha. Let's go through again. What we mentioned last time, we went through Be'ika, the sheeters of Kesher Shel Kayama, went through the Drabonon stages of what Kesher is, and now I'd like to go through the other Mahalach of Kesher Uman. What is a professional knot, and what becomes also for us. So we mentioned last time, we said that Be'etzem, we have a sheet of Rishonim, the Rabban brings Halacha Lama'isa, that since we are machmeh for Shitas Harambam and others, that we any professional knot has a din of a Kesher, even though we don't know how to make, well, maybe some people do, but I'm saying we don't generally make sailors' knots and uh, maybe scout knots and all these and professional knots. We don't do these sort of things. On the other hand, says the Shilteki Boim and the Ramah Paskins, we have to be choishish that every knot is a Kesher Uman. Right? So, the question is, what is it, what's the get of a Kesher Uman? Can every single knot be a professional knot or a Sophic professional knot? The answer is no. Says the Mishabu, Kamamakoimus over here in Shinyazan, the Belacha speaks it up before that. Any knot, as long as it's tight, gets the din of a Sophic Kesher Uman, and therefore is a Chi of Doraisa to do such a knot for a long time. Okay? So, we said last time, a classic example, we had two examples that Ramar brings. Number one, Kesher or Gabi Kesher. Right? So, for example, if we have our tw- trusty example over here, is we've got our bag, our garbage bin, our rubbish bag, and I make one knot. And then I make another knot on top of that. So that will be a Kesher al-Gabi Kesher. A Kesher al-Gabi Kesher is strong. And therefore it's considered to be a Kesher Uman. Mimeyev is also to do on Shabbos. Another example. Is, that will be a Doraisa. A Machum Shita is a Rambam Doraisa. Another example. And Rabbi said this is very important. People do this. You have a plastic bag and you put your challah. Leftover challah, whatever it is, after the Shabbos meal. Right? You pick it up afterwards. You tie it down over there. And you make yourself a knot onto itself. Now that is a tight knot that will never come out or ever, ever, ever. A balloon, the same thing. That, that's mamash. What's that? If you do this, slip knot. It depends how long. Not a slip knot. A slip knot. We'll get to in a second. A pro- it's a proper knot. I dip it in. Look at that, mamish. It's. A, if I do it tight, I'll never get it out. It's very hard to get it out. Most times, anyway, we just rip the bag. It is. That's called a kesha. That will never come out. If it's completely loose, that I can see the. Yeah. Okay, is this clear? That's a Kesher Uman, and that will be also on Shabbos Kodesh, okay? That's the halacha with that. Now, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, by the way, we mentioned the strings coming down from the, uh, from the hood, or for example, this is vain again, by the way, sweatpants, right? If you have pajamas, oh, there you go, Baruch Hashem. Sweatpants also, right? Sometimes you'll make that knot, but you're not going to undo it every time. It's what, you'll do it once, and that's it, right? So you wear your pajamas all day sometimes, right? So it's longer than 24 hours. So you have that knot over there, that's a casual gabi casual, it's a problem. Now, I have one problem with this, and it's not my problem. Bishlomo Zalman had this problem, right? Bishlomo Zalman found an old, Betsy had a kasha like this, let's start with Bishlomo Zalman's kasha. Bishlomo Zalman has a kasha like this. I saw from the Heilige Mama, I saw my mother. She used to have a tichel, right? She had this handkerchief, the scarf, the whatever you want to call it, right? In different languages, in different places in the world, and whatever it is. And she would tie it behind and make a double knot. This is a problem. We know in halacha to make a kesher gabba kesher is asa. So what's the pshat in the high like a mama? Doesn't make a difference. It's a sofa kesher woman. It's a professional knot. I don't care how long you're doing it for, right? The shoes we're going to get to in a minute. Ask an amazing kasha, but let me give me a couple of minutes. I want to get the shoes. So, uh, where were we? So, Baruch Hashem, we found over here a kafachayim who brings in the book. Yosef has also brought down the shari tshuva as well. That any that the minig in Eretz Yisrael, the minig ushalayim of the noshim, were to tie a keshel gabe kesher, a double knot, 
loosely. And Roshom and Zalman is a gasha. Where does this come from? What's going on? And by Exim, if you get it, well, how do you tie an apron? Eh? Take an apron, you tie it with one knot, nothing's gonna, it's not going to work. This is going to come out a second later. You take a Shabbos belt around a Shabbos coat, yeah? you tie it with one knot, it's gone in a second later. You do a bow. We'll get to. We'll get to a bow. I don't think about a bow right now. We have to look at the Gemara. The Gemara says about a bow. But we're talking about a kesher gab a kesher, not on top of another knot. If most people do that, when you have a Shabbos rain, right? It's starting to rain now. Baruch Hashem, here in Eretz Yisrael, ah, gishmei bracha, gavald gazak, more tiniest over there. Now, if you take your, uh, your your coat and you wrap it with a double knot, so what is your heta? We have a mufushir amar that you chayv skila. So how can you do such a thing? For Reb Shlomo and Zalman, answer Reb Shlomo and Zalman, and again, put down the kafachayim, put down the shavuot, put down. Yosef and others as well, that if it's loose, it's the Seder. What's the Hezbah? What's the Pshat all of a sudden? The Pshat is Poshet. What's that? Let's say it was one on top of the other. They're touching. More than that, what was the reason that we said a Kesha Gabba Kesha, not on top of another, not really is Asa? Because maybe it's Umar. But this is, oh, this is Zichanach and Umar. It's not called a Kesha. What's the Gedda though? What's the. What's that? Oh, so the Gedda of a loose knot on top of another knot means it will be undone very quickly. Either within a day or even less. So when you have a raincoat and it constantly, you have to constantly keep retighting it. That's, that's not, that applies to anything. So you have an apron. Or women have, for example, a bandana, and you want to do a very loose knot, double knot, loose, in a way that you continue, you always have to continue redoing it and tightening it to make sure it doesn't come up. That is going to be Beseda. The moment you do it tight, you've got a major problem. Now we lead on to the next Shaila. Sitsis. We're going to tell you, I have to tell you, my Yeah. Back to what's the gather of loose is that it constantly comes undone. If it's thick cloth, how, how often? If it's thin cloth, so it depends, it depends how, that will depend how loose you have to make it depending on the material. All the time. A Shabbos, no, the Shabbos coat, when you, when you do the double knot, will constantly come undone. You constantly have to retighten it. If you made it tight enough that it will last, then it's called a Kashagab That will be a problem. Okay? No, not Kashagab. We don't make that serious. What's that? Yes, because it's because the, the professional knot that we know is a real professional knot. Well, choishish that there may be other types that we don't know what they are, so we'll say everything's asa. Here, when it constantly comes undone, that's I told you in the beginning. The Mishnah says, what is the definition of a professional knot if it's tight? If it's loose, there's no professional knot. Not a sofik drabanon. It's not a knot. It's not a keshagabi It's not a sofik of being. It's not nichlal into the sofik of being. A professional knot. Rabbi said, We've got tons to do. You have to have Rahmanis. You have to have Rahmanis. Uh, Tzitzis. Right, my I, I saw this with my own eyes. I feel bad. Maybe he's watching the video now. Maybe I stick with Maybe I have a kapora. But never the guy in Yom Kippur. Mamish, it was Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Mamish kapora's right. And and, and I told you the ma'aser. One second. I told you the ma'aser. And he said, "I'll tell you the ma'aser." Then one second. Yeah. How can we go further? He said, is, 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 "What? No." So he had his sits and I saw him. You know, we all do this. We have our talus, and unfortunately, we think that this, you know, Chazaros Hashat is one of these extracurricular activities that we don't really have to do or listen to or concentrate. So we find. Something else to do. So last week we spoke about you know drunk Chazal's church. He's cleaning a jacket. Now this guy drawing Yom Kippur. He takes his talus. I watched the guy. He's right in front of me right now. He wasn't that much in front of me. I was taking him. So, oh, that I was strangled. What do you mean? He takes his tzitzis. And he's supposed to go and he's tightening them. You have these people that you know put it over their over their shoulder before davening to make sure. Right, Shailit, you need that by by the way with Shai Mikhail that you don't even need it nowadays because I would sit to have a chazaka that they don't become torn and you don't have to worry about it every day. But again, the minute in Kali Solis, you do check a tzitzis every single day. Again, you don't have to, but it's a wonderful thing to do. Now on Shabbos, I don't suggest doing it because a person will come to go check them, and Shemirachim, what will happen over there, right? 
So this guy in Kippa is busy tightening his nose with This is what called Toivel Vesheretz Piyadoi. He's on Yom Kippur. Who's doing an Aveyor? He doesn't even know about it. I don't know about it. I don't know about it. The Mishabur says, Keshach Ayoma means not that will last forever because you want it to last forever even if it will come out. That's right. Now, Lamaya said like this. We have a Kasha. Sure not. You're not a headache. She's going to get if it's tight. Can you imagine? Now, Lamaya said, let's continue. We've got tons to do. This double knot, right? Most people are not going to make two knots on that tzitzis. No one's going to start doing one and then another one. So, Shaila is, if I've got one one knot on my tzitzis, and the second one, which is normally the mahala, becomes loose. So what do I do? I just tighten the one. So I, I just made one knot. Make it one knot as mutter on Shabbos, right? Oh, oh, since it's on top of another one, so it's vade vados. And by the way, even if Reuven comes along and ties one knot, and Shimon comes along and ties the second knot, obviously the second guy will be high. What's that? It's not touching the other knot. So if, if, if the pshai is like this, this is very important. If the knot sometimes comes all the way down, you know what I mean? It sort of goes all the way down, and you just want to schlep it up slightly, just so it goes a little bit higher. There's no shaykhah, no connection to the other one. That will be okay. But the moment you're making it tight enough that it meets the first one, then you have a of a Keshen Rabbeisah that's an Issa Doraisa and you should tell that person that he is Chayv Skila now let's move on let's move on what's that? that's it beautiful you can go exactly let's move on I wanted to get to a few things I wanted to get to shoelaces I just want to ask the what, what happens like this we said one knot is Veseda for example we said one knot is no problem whatsoever you could do that I don't care how long it lasts for that one knot is Mutagomo no Shail in the world that is Mutagomo on Shabbos Kodesh what happens if I do one knot but it lasts forever right for example take an example no that's a double knot take an example of a metal string Right? Take one knot in a metal string. That's going to last forever because it's metal. It holds, right? So what's the halacha of this? It's a major machlekas ha'poyskim. If you do one knot but it has the ability to last, the ma'isa we are making, therefore if it's one knot, it's not got identification. What I really want to get to today so is to try this. They are, you know, they asked once, yeah. We yeah. asked once from Chaim Knievsky if you're allowed to wear tzitzit or something. I don't know what to they, they drive from Chaim Knievsky Nebuch. He just wants to sit and learn and finish Kolotor Kula every day. And they're asking, you know, they're asking, are you allowed to wear tzitzit on Shabbos? Why are they asking him that? Because I did zero. Or two, if I wear tzitzis, then maybe I'm going to come to be Machal Shabbat. I spoke once to Reb Chaim's Gabba. Right? This is the person that stands with Reb Chaim the first few hours of the morning. He says, you can't imagine. You know, I took on the job. He says, he said to me, I took on the job. I thought, you know, say it, I'll sit down. He needs a safe. I'll go get him a safe. He says, by the time I go and get him the rich, he's finished the Rajbar. By the time he finished the Rajbar, I got to get him the Ramban. And he's like constantly, you know, piles us for him. This is before Shach, as I said, right? You can understand what's going on over there. And, and, and they ask him, and they say, like, it's more, there's no Shaila. We ain't sassed on Shabbat. What's that? Okay, Rabbi said, let's go move on to something very, very important. Very, very important. Let me just finish one last thing and we move on to the halachas of shoelaces, right? Because everybody wants to know, are you allowed to be shoelaces on Shabbos Kodesh? So like this. Uh, what happens if you take a string, I should have bought one, you take a string and you wrap around and around and around and then you tuck in the end. What din does that have on Shabbos? Would that be a problem or not? A gartel is one, a good example, but slightly similar, it's right? Gonna out, no? It's going to come out. Let's say it won't come out. Tuck it in really tight. It's not very beautiful. It's not a knot. It's mota. So if you get stuck in one of those shuls where they tell you, hey, take this and do it round and around and around. So you do it round and around, tuck it in the side. There's no problem of that on Shabbos Kodesh. I want to get now to the shaila of shoelaces, right? Because tomorrow, Be'ez Hashem is the last shit on Kosher. And we've got to do the halachas of ties. We've got the halachas of the twist ties on the packages. We've got tons of stuff to do. What's that? I promised you guys before Shabbos. So what's that? I'm not coming, I like how I make my tie. Obviously, let's find out. You can make a tie on a Wednesday afternoon. I've got no problem how you make a tie. Of course you're not to wear a tie in Shabbos. You see? You see? 
All right, Rabbi Sai. Okay, I've got backup over here. I've got security. Anybody come? You come tomorrow to shit tomorrow. Make sure you back me up, right? These guys are going to start pounding me. Okay, let's move on. I want to know about a bow. What's the law of a bow on Shabbos Kodesh? What's that like? A bow, a slip knot, maybe call it a slip knot. A shoelace. Where is about the first knot? A bow. And so you give someone a box of chocolates or Shabbos, you make a nice bow in it, right? What's the law of Aniva? Everybody has their opinions. Let's see what the Gemara says over here first, okay? There's a Gemara in Shabbos that Kufi Gimel on an Aleph, okay? You do the Gemara, right? Shabbos Kufi Gimel on Shabbos. Machlaikis, no. It's a Machlaikis between. It's between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbanon, almost 50%. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbanon, the Gemara in Shabbos, Kufi Gimel. What's the Machlaikis? Comes along Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda says that an Aniva, a bow, has got a din of a Kesher. Come along to Rabbanon and say, Chas Shalom, what are you talking about? A Kesher is a Shtakazach. A Kesher is something that doesn't have what I call an emergency exit. What's a bow? A bow has an inbuilt emergency exit. Why? You take one string, very lightly, pick it up, the whole thing falls to pieces. That's an emergency exit. Says the Rabbonon, and as I pass in the mice and the Ramban, the Me'iri, all to be showing you, but busy with the sheet Rabbonon over here, that of course, a, a, a Niva, a bow, has not got a din of a Kesha. It does not have a din of a Kesha. So according to that, to make a bow on Shabbos, we'll get to ties in a, uh, tomorrow, but to make a bow on a box of chocolates, or for example, on on a person's shoes maybe, and on other things, would be mutt. And that is one exception, right? An exception is if you have a decorative bow. For example, you have kids or ladies that wear skirts, and on those skirts are bows. They, they don't connect anything. They just have a decoration. It's a fashion item, right? Something's on the kid's shoes. So over there, a bow will be asa. And there will be an isa doraisa to make such a bow. Why is it asa? One sec, give me a chance. Makibapatish. Makibapatish. You've finished off the item. It's an unwearable, unwearable shoe if the bow's hanging all over the place. It's got to be finished. So to make a decorative bow on Shabbos will be an isa doraisa makibapatish. That could be depending on the type. What is that? Even if you're going to take it out, it doesn't make a difference. It's not Kesher and Amatir. So you can't tie the bag. You can't finish the baguette, that's why. Finishing off the baguette, Makeba Patish. Okay, but most of the times that's not the case, and generally will be a Shaila of Kesher, and Kesher we said is okay because it's an Aniva, Aniva is not a problem of a knot. However, if it also tightens it, then you have to add to that it's also tightening the dress. That can be as well. That can be another problem. No more talking about that. I'm talking about on the, let's say on the, have on their sleeve. A bow, just for decoration. Fashion. That will be for time purposes and Aniva is motor. Now the problem is when you do up your shoelaces, you don't just do an Aniva. You don't just do a bow. What do you do? You first make a knot and we said a knot is okay. There's no problem with making one knot. But then on top of that, you make your Aniva. So it's what the Chazal, what the post can call in Aniva Al-Gabe Keshe. A bow on top of a knot. Now, one knot we said is okay. Why is one knot okay? Because it's not going to keem, nothing to it whatsoever. But the moment I put an aniva on top of the knot, what have I done? I've given it some keem. I've given it some existence. If that's the case, it's also midrabonon to make it as long about how, more than 24 hours. Let, to make a shoelace with a, a knot and then a bow is muta gomor if it's going to be undone within 24 hours. If you're going, if you have Shabbos shoes, as we mentioned last time, and you just kick them off after making them Friday afternoon or whatever it is, Shabbos morning, and you're only going to undo it next Shabbos, so you've done what the Mishnah calls an Isidra Bonon, because you have over here an Aniva Gabikesha, a bow on top of a knot, which is also over 24 hours. Why? Under is muta. Why? But what it's the same exactly as the regular. No, you've given it kiyam. No, one knot is muta, but when you put something on top to give it kiyam, doesn't make a difference. That's a problem. 
problem. Why? No, because it's, it's exactly got more, the, the first knot's got more of a kiyum, not the bow. You're looking at the first knot, yeah? You just said bow is not, it's got an easy way out. A bow is not a... But when you've got a knot underneath it... Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's called a slip knot. A slip knot. A slip knot. People do it. Kids do it. Ever saw kids do it in string? They make a knot. They say, hey, and they open it up. That's rubbish. Nothing. That slip knot you could do for everyone. Rabbi said, a bow and a slip knot you could do for however long you want. It is. It's called a slip knot. It's called a slip knot. So you st- you, I don't know if I think, but that's it. Yeah, exactly. We're doing your tzitzit, and you just turn that around. That's it. That's a slip knot. That's basically a, you can make a bow without anything. All right, the Gemara was talking about it. A bow by itself, but a bow with a kesher underneath it—that's going to be the problem. Okay, you had a question. Answered. Excellent. You can do this. Yes. We all learn that school. Double knot on chopsticks. Right. 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 That's more to go with no problem. Okay? So I'll make my shoelaces on Shabbos. I'll make it an, a Kesha. Then I'll make it an Aniva. And I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I will undo it within 24 hours. The problem is a double knot. Right? It's, what you want to do is after something doesn't stick. Right? For, for the kids. Right? You want to go make sure you give it a more Shabbos. So now listen very carefully because I've tried this. I don't want to bring it now because in the middle of Torah to start you know, doing shoelaces and shoes. I won't be able to speak and then we'll have problems with how I'm going to explain it. Whatever. But figure it out yourself. Listen very carefully. What I'm going to say now, this is a major difference. I tried, I tried this so many times. This is a guarantee. Guaranteed work, okay? Listen carefully. I've got my shoelace, right? I make one knot, so far so good. I make my bow on top of it, I'm okay if I'm gonna undo it within 24 hours. I wanna make it tighter. So now, carefully, take the two round things, the two bows, tie them into a knot, that's the Seder Gomel. If I take the bow plus the string on one side, the bow plus the string on the other side, and tie the whole thing into a knot, that's asa. What's the difference? The difference is bashat. Try it. I tried it. Yeah. When you pull one side, even though you did the bows as a double knot, it will still, it will be harder, but it will still come undone. Whereas, when you take the whole piece, the whole shtickle, and you turn it around, and you make a knot into it, right, that's the bow plus the string, the bow plus the string, and you turn it into a knot, then it will have other, have kiyam, and then even it will not have any escape route, there's no emergency exit, and therefore that will be Asa, if you did, if you didn't, if you, you tried, I'll show you. Okay, I said tomorrow we're going to do the logos of making ties and twist ties and uh, raise Hashem. Sure you can.